systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Uh, I got a rotisserie chicken with my name on it upstairs. <laughs> there are so many rotisserie chickens here on the Big Island that they could come to life as zombies and I think overtake the island. I was gonna say, are chicken. you hunting? Are you hunting your own for dinner tonight? <laughs> I'm not. A lot of chickens out, you know. Famous badass Hawaiian uh, roosters crowing at two in the morning because why not? And uh, yeah, they're out and about. A lot they of are goats. ballsy. Those uh, those Hawaiian chickens and roosters are ballsy. I'm still hoping, you know, I, I thought like it was going to be a common occurrence, but it really hasn't. My first day here, which was like two weeks ago, um, I saw uh, pigs on, on the, like in the general vicinity where I'm staying. And I remember there's a lot of feral pigs. There's, there's a lot of feral pigs in Hawaii. (laughs) You have to say that because that does not exist here in Michigan. And, and I had to like reiterate it, you know, when, when I told the owner and he's like, that's not good. Um, and I haven't seen them since. So I thought maybe like I'd see them all the time when I was driving around here, but I haven't seen those pigs since. Maybe uh, maybe they're ribs. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I, you know, I did not have to uh, kill my own chicken for dinner. Kroger did that for me. So uh. I don't know. I just walked past them and it looked good. And I've I've really had a hard time like eating correctly since you left. And I need to get better about it. So I bought myself a rotisserie chicken for dinner. <laughs> You know, what's funny you say that is just yesterday, and I kicked myself for not doing it. I was driving up the uh, North Kohala coast to go to a beach, and there was a, a, a little, like, just minivan set up on the side of the road. and was selling some fresh uh, seafood. And oh! so every night I've been uh, getting dinner, which I've been buying, right, and dining out, takeout, and I'll go watch Hell's Kitchen. And if anyone knows Hell's Kitchen, what's the one dish they're always making? Scallops. Yeah. All day, every day. No, it's not scallops. It's scallops. And, scallops. of course, this minivan said, among all the food they had, it said scallops. And I said, man, oh. I should do that and cook some here because I'm just, yeah, you, you eat out so much. And then eventually you're like, I, sh- I should cook. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll hunt down that minivan or Please just go to a grocery store. Do that for me because I just went to Kroger and the um, I, you could tell it was like the Valentine's Day special section of, hey, you forgot it's Valentine's Day and you, you're you not going out to eat. Um, it was a freezer full of crab legs and lobster tails, and it was picked over pretty hard. And, I, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I could eat that, like, on my own here for dinner. And then I'm like, nah, we're unemployed still, so I'm right. not going to – I just could not justify it. So the rotisserie chicken was $6. I'm like, that'll last me for days. And, like <laughs> – that's what's held me back from doing any kind of like bigger um, dinners is because same thing. I'm like, ah, you know, keeping the budget down right now. We're we're, we're paying for two places. And uh, I didn't really I, I can't say that I kept the budget down at Kroger. If I'm going to keep the budget down, I don't go to Kroger. But they had food like they have like the home chef meals and stuff. But it's, yeah, it's all about price per meal. So if you figure out like if you paid X amount for this meal, then how many meals does it translate into? Well, then you divide and it, it, equal yeah. it. Hmm. 
I've been having cereal for dinner way too much. So I'm like, if I have, if I have these home chef dinners, then I will actually make them for myself and eat like a decent dinner. So I, I kind of splurged a little bit, but I don't feel bad about it because we're supposed to get nine inches of snow and I'm not leaving the house probably till Wednesday at this point. Yeah, um, it is Valentine's Day as we're recording this, and so I hope all of you are celebrating this holy day of obligation for this Catholic saint who was bludgeoned to death uh, <laughs> with big fucking rocks. It's so romantic. Uh, for, for, for marrying couples in the light of the Lord under Protestant rule. So oh, thank grief. you all for <laughs> buying these chocolates in his honor. It's just what he wanted. But um, so it's funny, I've realized again the swing of folks who celebrate Valentine's Day and the importance or the non-importance. Because you see, obviously, the big professions of love, even here where I am. Like, um, my roommate got flowers from her husband in Korea. Um, I believe there's a little floral arrangement here for the uh, property owner as well. Listen, would it have been a nice surprise to get some roses or something today? Yes. Would I have immediately said you shouldn't have spent that money right now? Yes. So it's really a lose-lose. So so we don't know where you're listening from. We know a lot of you are probably dealing with, what is it now in Michigan? A panhandle hooker? Is this really what you guys are calling this storm? A panhandle hooker? That sounds a like a prostitute in Texas. <laughs> this, I just got this notification from, from M Live, and it said that a panhandle hooker storm system? I don't know, man. So here is the... Uh, here, quiet. Here is the forecast. Tell um, us. And, and this is one of those things that changed so many times that I didn't pay attention to it until this afternoon. Yeah. Um, we are under a winter weather advisory for midnight until not tomorrow, Tuesday at noon, which means eh, the kids aren't going to have school on Tuesday and they already nice. don't have school tomorrow. Um, one to two inches overnight into tomorrow morning and then three to six inches Monday night into Tuesday morning. All right. Um, It was just, it it changed so frequently. And this morning, like, we weren't really supposed to get that much. So this is new. And I am very glad that I went to uh, Kroger and went grocery shopping because I am hunkering down until this is over. You know what? I will tell you what I'm most pissed off about is that I shoveled today because it snowed all day yesterday. We got like a solid two inches yesterday. I shoveled the driveway. When I got home from running all my errands today, the driveway had like kind of melted and you could see the driveway. Like you can, you can, it's a completely clear walk to the, our front door. And I was so excited until I saw that weather forecast and realized that will be gone in about four hours. Well, uh, here on uh, the big island of Hawaii. Panhandle hooker. Is that what they're calling it? That's what they're calling it. <laughs> it seriously sounds like a, like a, a prostitute from Texas is what here it sounds like. Here in Kailua, Kona today, the National Weather Service has issued a high surf advisory for Kona. Remember, when in doubt, don't go out, boys and girls. We're going to have a high of 82 degrees on our Monday, uh, leading with highs in the low 80s and a little bit of cloudy for the rest of the week. Well, you know, while you are rubbing uh, salt in that wound, why don't you just pour some hydrogen peroxide in it instead? (laughs) I will say this much, though. I did have to time out my visit to the other side of the island. I'm going to go to Hilo Town and uh, go check out some things. I am timing it out for Tuesday because that is the only day of next week of uh, that Hilo, which is on the opposite side of the island, is guaranteed not to have rain. Every other day, tomorrow in Hilo, 40% chance of rain. 
Rest of the week, 50%, 60%, 80%, 80%. So don't think it's all sunshine and rainbows. Depends where you are, what you're oh, doing. Oh, stop it. Stop it now. You know what? I mean, nine, you know. nine inches of snow compared to temps in the 80s and rain is not comparable. I'm sorry. It's all <laughs> relative. He, you should see him right now. Are. He is laying in front of a pool, like just rubbing it in. Just rubbing Again, it in. This is because the first episode we recorded out here, you screenshotted it and sent it out there, and everyone gave me shit because I was recording in my room. They said, oh, my goodness, how is Pat in Hawaii, and he's recording in his room? Oh, blah, 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 blah. I, I go, one, it's a podcast. It's it's audio. Um, if, it, if it was a reality TV show, uh, maybe that'd be different. So from, from now on, I'm doing the show outside, but not too outside because we attempted to do the show from the hot tub and uh, my laptop overheated. So we actually... Oh, what a problem to have. (laughs) I know, guys. Listen, uh, let me be your inspiration. Um, So coming up on the podcast, AJ has a possibility of a new career. And (laughs) listen, I didn't see it coming. She didn't see it coming. I don't think the universe saw it coming. No, and I'll tell you, I just got another message about it within the last hour. <laughs> like, multiple people are sending it to me, and I just oh. don't feel qualified and don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> okay, so we're going to find out about that. The good news is going to happen. And, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't tell you all the fun things that live at patandaj.com, up to and including blogs from this fine land of Hawaii, because maybe it's something you want to read and look at the fun pictures because you're trapped in snow right now, you know? If you did miss um, Thursday's podcast and you missed the fart song, I mean, the, the, the fart super mix, the of course, you, super mix, yeah. you can go back and listen to, the, to that podcast, but um, I'm going to put it up at patandaj.com because I, have ha- I haven't had a laptop for three days and I haven't been able to put anything up on our website and now I have it back, so I will be putting up the fart super mix. I kid you not. I listened to it on the way home. For I had to drive to uh, Troy today to go to the Apple Store. Actually, I drove to Troy two days in a row to go to the Apple Store and to Best Buy in Flint twice on Friday trying to get my laptop fixed. But um, I ran out of stuff to listen to because I had just listened to the entire internet and gotcha. I listened. I listened to our podcast. And- I love that. I love that. <laughs> after she's out of all options. She listens to our podcast. Well, I, I was part of it. Why would I listen to it? Else. She goes, I've listened to all the music. I've listened to all of Spotify. And um, I, I've listened to new experimental music by Yoko. And now we'll move on to the Pat and AJ podcast. Thank I knew you. it was bad when I was not laughing anymore at the uh, Comedy Central XM uh, channel. Like, it just wasn't yeah. funny anymore. I'm like, wow. But I'll tell you what made me laugh was that fart super mix, even though I made it. See? And just to hear it come through the speakers of my car, I was dying. <laughs> so I will I will put that up to live in complete and utter shame at patandaj.com. <laughs> oh, it feels good. The good news with Pat and AJ. The good news today comes out of Flint. And Pat, you actually, uh, you know this gentleman too. Ed Benning. Ring a bell? Absolutely. He is the GM of uh, Mass Transportation Authority in Flint, MTA, and he is also um, the chairman of Catholic Charities of Shiawassee and Genesee County. I mean, this guy is involved in everything. We had Ed on the show when we were on FM radio talking about, you know, free rides for veterans and um, free rides on Sunday. I mean, MTA Flint is just a wonderful organization that not a lot of big cities have. And true story, my first ever experience with counseling or therapy as a child was with Catholic Charities. There you go. Um, Well, Catholic Charities has purchased two parcels within the city of Flint 
to build the first two tiny homes. Yeah. I'm so excited about this, and I'm so glad it's coming here. Um, So they're 250 and 400 square feet, and um, basically these tiny home communities will be available for people who are homeless, veterans, seniors, people with disabilities. Um, And Ed basically said, we're looking for a retired contractor or a current contractor that's willing to set up time to, you know, donate their time and help us with the setup. But they said, we're going to be establishing a community-based committee to help us as we move forward with this great program. Please watch for further announcements on how to join this effort effort and then he included some of the pictures of the tiny homes in detroit and they are amazing and i will put them up at patandaj.com but i i love these this tiny home idea and i think it just it needs to explode and be everywhere and it's great that it's going to be here in flint yeah, I'll tell you, uh, being out here um, on the Big Island, you definitely see people get creative with living situations. And there are a lot of folks, I mean, for all the seven-figure homes, um, there's also a lot of folks that choose to, to live very modestly off the land. And you see a lot of takeoffs of these ideas. So we have kind of, and I think we can all say this for a while, we've gone a little crazy with housing. I mean, all of a sudden, everyone has like the four-bedroom, three-bath, great room, play room. Like, not, that, that used to not be everybody. So you forget that sometimes too much space, if you don't really need it, is just that, too much space. I remember my dad saying once when we would drive, um, we would go on Sunday drives around the Milwaukee area when we got bored, and we would drive past these enormous houses, which, which now in 2021... Not even that big, but back then those were like the McMansions. But I, we were always like, wow, that's a big house. And he always said, you notice something? He goes, there's never anybody home. And he's like, because they are working to afford that house. So what's the point of having an enormous house with all the amenities if you can't even enjoy it? I really do think we are moving towards being at least some people, um, more minimalistic and, you know, you probably, we don't need, I mean, we've already, we said that about our house. We have a three bedroom house. It's pretty modest and we don't even need all the room we have. I do feel like we have one too many bedrooms. I'm like, hmm, what's that one for? Yeah. We have a bedroom that nobody uses. I mean, we use it as an office and a spare, but it's every time I walk past it, I'm like, nobody slept in that bed in eight months, you know, like, you know, this is just, again, a beautiful way to, um, usher in a new new era of living and sustainability. I love it. And I, Ed Benning does so much for the community with MTA Flint. Um, he and Stephanie have been on our show before. They're just great people. And I'm so excited to see this tiny homes project come to Flint. You can see the pictures at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. Now, okay, how'd the whole thing start? Okay, so last night I was up late um, uploading videos of my dancers. They're doing a virtual competition because that's how you compete during a pandemic. And I was uploading all of their competition videos to a Google Share Drive while watching The Staircase on Netflix. And I took a picture of my whole setup and I said, this is the happiest I've been all day. And um, first, one of my son's former teachers said, what's informative murder porn? So I had to explain that. There you go. Then one of our son's old principals said, you should be a guest teacher. We really need them. And I thought she was kidding. Till I sent her a private message. She's not yeah. kidding. Hold on. I don't think you knew what a guest. Like, I think AJ thought, because listen, as as former schlocky radio guys, you get invited to be like a guest speaker. Yeah, I did a career or, day. Um, this or, yeah. Remember, it was this time last year, right before the pandemic, yeah. I was in person at our son's school for career day. And, 
And you were telling all the kids how much of a, a, a prospective career in broadcasting. Little did I it. know I would be laid off 10 months later. <laughs> One of those kids took your jobs. Um, <laughs> One of their grandmas took but, my job. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so, but here's the thing. Did you believe that you were like, like this is like to be a guest host, to come in for a day and play with the kids? When you got the message, did, did you find out like, yo, you want to be a substitute teacher? <laughs> I, f- I feel like it's a long cry between like, hey, I'm going to come in and, and like show the kids how radio works and hang out for four hours as opposed to coming in and like doing lesson plans. I am more qualified to teach these kids an Irish jig than I am uh, math or science. <laughs> but they're hiring. So did they, like, seriously, you should have seen it. All these teachers were like, we're paying hazard pay. Yeah. We'll put you in a bubble. Uh, let me uh, we're, 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 let me show you. I will show you, tell you. Because um, I've seen this thing, the hiring, you know, the hiring blitz for his school they're looking for a substitute teachers, custodians, and bus drivers right now. And listen to these bonuses. I mean, this is how... I'm sorry, they're not bonuses. They're incentives. incentives. Substitutes. You get $100 a day. You get a 10-day bonus if you substitute teach in the same placement for COVID quarantine coverage period of 10 or more days. You get $500. Monday through Thursday bonus, you get... Um, four consecutive consecutive day bonus. Monday through Friday bonus, you get $150. Holy shit. Bus drivers, if you finish out the year, as in if you get hired by March 26th and drive through June 11th, you get a two, you get $250. Yeah. If you that. start next year, you get $250. You get a $1,000 signing bonus. Custodians, $250, $250, $500. I mean, this is no joke. They are desperate. I've seen... Um... I've seen some of the same thing, you know, since, you know, I've been uh, participating in the uh, career search for the first time in a long time, and especially not in the radio industry. I've seen that very common in a lot of different industries that there's a lot of signing bonuses and there's a lot of retention bonuses right now because, um, you know, the world has changed and they need people. And as you can see, this is for face to face. So I see what I mean, they're asking people like. We need, yeah, I mean, there's risks and rewards well, and maybe if you're. But it's not totally face to face because they're still hybrid. So. But I'm saying like, like bus drivers. Oh yeah. Like you bus are face to face with people. Yeah. Custodians. Yeah. So, yeah you I can't mean, virtually clean. Like you have to be yeah, there. There ain't no virtual cleaning. So, but like maybe if you're someone who got like your shot, right? Yeah. Like right now I have a senior who is the homeowner here and she just got um, her second. So she's yeah. done. She's got it. She's inoculated. So if you're someone like that who just wanted a you know a, a, a part time job, it's not that bad. Now if you're someone with compromised health, uh, maybe we shouldn't be bringing you into a school and and and, and doing that. But this is not uncommon now. No, and and I'll tell you because I've noticed all these incentives. I've noticed um, as I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the job search right now. I'm kind of not because if we're moving, you don't want to get like a full time job and then up and leave. Yeah, but you're like hunting for possibilities. Yes. <laughs> Like I'm doing enough to support myself just barely right now and support our family. But, you know, this is not how things are going to be for forever. But as I'm in the job search, um, these employers, some are doing a great job 
in creating a wonderful work environment and some are not. And I got to tell you, there have been multiple jobs coming through my emails and I look at the company and their description and their reviews and I would rather eat glass than work there. And I, I feel like it is, it's just so competitive right now. Like the company I do freelance writing for has like five-star reviews and I, I can already vouch for that. In two weeks, it's such a supportive, cool work environment. There are other places yeah. that are not. So I'm just, I'm amazed because I've never really been in the job field like this because radio, they just headhunt you. Like it's so-and-so knows so-and-so and they heard you're good and we're going to get you a job. You don't usually, you know, and, th- and there are, quote unquote classifieds for radio jobs, but they're not, it's not like, you know, indeed.com. Very far and few between. Yeah. Very far. So this is the first time we've both been in the job market and I am, I'm impressed at a lot of the companies and I am sad for the rest of them because they are not making an effort. Like you are not making yourself look appealing right now. (laughs) You definitely right now, you have to step up and you have to, um, you know, I think people are looking for a home. I think people are looking for comfort. I think people are looking for stability, but I think people also know um, what their values are. They know what their worth is. They know that mental health is important. And um, unless you're willing to play ball in that society, it's a no-go. And like just like AJ said, very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. That's all I've been. All I've been since I've been in contact with everybody in my new industry and even other industries. It's been a very supportive and a very healthy environment that again, I'm I'm happy to be just putting my pinky toe into, but I look forward to one day being swimming in the deep end. I so. just wrote a uh, a blog today for um it's about like 25 ways you can, you know, um, help your employees with their mental health. And it's, it's basically just, you know, all these mindful activities and how, like, um, I read that Hewlett Packard, the computer company, um, like paid for, um, I forgot what it's called. It's a meditation app, though. Something head, something. Calm. Headspace. 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 They paid for yep. Headspace for all of their employees. And they said their employees have meditated for 500,000 minutes. 9,000 employees have used the app. And I just kind of snorted because like no radio company would ever give a shit about their employees' mental health, even just to pay for an app for us. But like the other things on this list were like, you know, have walking meetings and, you know, do chair yoga for the remote workers. And I'm just like, there are places doing that. And then there are places that are not. And, and guess what? Right now it really is... It's a buyer's market. Like, if you need a job, you do have a pick right now. And I, I feel bad for these companies that are completely oblivious to how bad they look on paper. <laughs> so when do you become a guest teacher? Not after this podcast. Hot <laughs> <laughs> and AJ. Hot and AJ. Podcast from paradise. So this Valentine's Day has reignited a beef within me, and I, I almost feel bad for saying it because I realize how stupid it sounds, but, but hear me out. I had a friend post today on social media about her bae, her boo, happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see what the future has in store for us. Yeah. And that guy is not her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very confused because she, she lives her life on social media. Like a lot of people do. Um, she has two kids and this is the first I have heard that she is no longer with the man she married. Okay. 
and now she's dating some dude, and I Hold feel I felt a little weird about it. I need to know a few facts before I weigh in because okay. this is this is a long standing. I've had a solution to this problem since I think even before social media, really. So, and, and I should specify before you you ask this: the problem is, should you announce divorces and breakups on social media well, if you live your that. life on there? Yeah. So, okay, hold on. Uh, this friend, long time, old time? No, couple of years. Couple of years. Uh, local or someone I just met like through networking? Um, no, local. Someone you interact with in real life? Used to, yes. Not anymore. Ooh, okay. So you, you like, so like because of the pandemic, you don't anymore, pretty much? Like, did that stop everything? Um, it wasn't the pandemic, but okay. no. But just eventually you guys just stopped hanging out. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough because you guys are like semi-close. But because I right, first off, like as a social worker, that side of me wants to say your truth is your truth. You don't know anybody, anything. Right? Absolutely. And that's why like I'm very cognizant of that, so, that I get it. That's that's number one rule in life. You own uh, no one anything. But but this is again, a core problem with social media because you're not living your life. You're living a form of your life. You're living a projected version of your life. You you may um, have fantasies. You may try to project. I mean, look, look, man, this stuff is this stuff is is crazy to the the point where people get lost in it, man. Yeah. And we and like, I don't even know what you look like anymore because you filter your photos so much. <laughs> And then I actually see you and I'm like, oh, my God, you have gray hair. So with all that being pushed aside, I have said this since my divorce, since my divorce hit right before the digital age, right when MySpace was around, but we weren't communicating. You were logging onto that stuff for like fun. It was yeah. a leg- it was a legit like, oh, my God, you hear about this thing next time. you're Yeah, it online. wasn't as serious as it is yeah. now. So I propose then we need. A divorce or separation public relations agency. Because you want to get the word out. You want to let everybody know, hey, my life is changing. And as I always say, I high five a divorce. You tell me you're getting divorced. I say, good going. Because obviously something didn't work out. And I don't know what end you're on. But either way, it's going to be best for you. That's just my core belief. So and, and, if, and while it might be difficult for some people, it's a really good thing, even absolutely. though it's hard. It might be a great thing. Maybe it's not a bad thing. So if we had a divorce PR agency, because, man, I'll tell you what, myself and AJ, I love you so much for this. We had to endure. She had to endure. What were some rocky crash introductions where people probably thought the same thing? Last time I saw Pat, wasn't he married to so-and-so? And then now, here I am with you. And I said, boy, if I would have had a And PR, I was pregnant, too. It was like pregnant. the worst oh, case great. scenario. It was, awesome. <laughs> it was so, it was all my white trash outside Chicago dreams come true. All in a <laughs> All I was missing was a keg, okay? <laughs> so, if I would have had a divorce PR agency that could have, Hear ye, hear ye, okay, and handle this for me. Letters, emails, phone calls, whatever it is. Like you announce, uh, you know, a baby, like a baby announcement, okay? 
Someone needs to open that business because the problem has not gotten better since I had to do that. And that was back in what, 2006, five, six, something like that. Yeah. It's only gotten worse now because like you said, someone creates this reality online of here's who I am. Here's my partner, yada, 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 yada. And then all of a sudden, probably without you really noticing, they stop posting about that. And then they push in your face. Here's the new X, Y and Z. Well, and that's what I did is I saw her post this and I said, wait a second, that's not your husband. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But she still had the same last name because they 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 have kids. They got the kids. Yeah. So I went to her Facebook and started scrolling back. I'm like, because if I missed it, then that's on me. I'm like, and and Facebook algorithms. But still, I'm like, did she announce this and I missed it? Because that has genuinely happened before. But I start scrolling through and I'm getting, I mean, almost a solid year in and I'm like, nope. Never said anything. And then what's even worse is I was friends with her husband on Facebook. I go to his profile. Poof, he's gone. I mean, I don't know if he blocked me or just deleted his profile. He's gone. So I'm like, this is freaking weird. And I just feel like it was just a weird way to find out she was divorced and dating somebody new. And like, I wanted to be happy for her. But at the same time, I'm like, I didn't. I, I, I don't know. And and again, yeah. is it is it and, and I, I totally get how invasive that sounds. I'm very fifty fifty on it. Like it's yeah, none of my you business. You sound entitled to the information. Yes, and it's, I'm not entitled to anything, but yeah, it's it's uh, kind of like the first time I ever came to the uh, reckoning of um one of my gay friends helped me understand why I was not entitled to one of my other gay friends coming out to me because I had a friend who was obviously gay and I'd known him forever and he knew he was gay. I knew he was gay. And apparently he was out to other people, but he wasn't out to me. And when I brought it up to one of my buddies who happened to be gay, he's like, dude, he goes, you're not entitled to that truth. Like, exactly. You know, so, and I, and I, I get that. I'm not, you know, yeah. again, I'm aware of how weird it sounds. It's just strange when you've been following somebody's life online, whatever that life may yeah. be. And then all of a sudden, Ugh. poof, they're divorced and dating somebody new. You and know, it's, it can just be really awkward. And I, I, I like I didn't know what to say about it. I really once again want to reiterate and uh, thank Joey V, formerly of Radio Superstardom, now of Workout with Joey V. Isn't that what it's called? Like Workout with Joey something or something? like that, yeah. He's doing like his own workout tapes or something. But when I, when last time me and him saw each other face to face, it was in the early days of, of social media. We were in Chicago, and I slightly asked him about, yo, you on this, that? And he goes, no, and that shit's going to be the downfall of our fucking society. Yeah. And if I, you know. As in, like, as in social media platforms. He's yes, not, he yes. wasn't on any of them, and he's he, right. Yes. They absolutely, look at it. It is. And it is. At, at the time, I was like, Joey, you are like the most brilliant dude I know, one of the most forward-thinking guys I know, but this was like something where he so blatantly was like, no, and this is going to be bad. And God bless him, because that he he bull bullseyed it. Bullseyed. I um I and I have I've had this happen before where I had a friend who, um, she adopted a set of twins, and I didn't know she adopted them, and for a split second I almost said, "Wow, I didn't even know you were pregnant." And she wasn't pregnant. She adopted them because she couldn't get pregnant. And I'm like, if I would have said that, I would have felt. So mm-hmm. bad, but she didn't just come out and say we adopted these twins. She's just like you know, it's just so awkward because it, it it can either avoid awkwardness or it can bring it to the surface. And you, well, I never know what the right thing is to do. And it's also just you know, if I can compare it to pre and post digital age, you know, you're not really meant 
to know every nook and cranny of everyone's life that you have in your orbit. Like maybe yeah. I don't want to maybe I don't want to know my garbage man's political views. Okay? All right. <laughs> maybe I just want to know that he's a good guy. He picks up the garbage. I pay my taxes. I I give him something for Christmas and that's it. But now because we're so connected, I know that the garbage man actually thinks that 5G is making kids autistic and gay and that those kids are going to become reptiles and then run for president. So I don't need to know those things about you. But because of the connectivity issues, we have these these conversations now about it. You feel me? Listen, yeah, I feel you. And I also think that we are in just such a better place that if we ever get divorced, we can announce it on our podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.